Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Today, we're going to be like Elsa and let it go, let it go. Okay, no, sorry. I'm, I hope your ears aren't bleeding. I will stop singing, but... That is truly the inspiration of today's episode. There are, I think, four things I came together with that I feel like I really worked on letting go this year, and they have made such a world of difference. So as part of our 2023 prep, I want to share them with you. And these are all mindset specific, but they're really based in taking action as well. It's like, for me, these are the mindsets that were stopping me from taking action. And once I worked on those, the action felt so much easier. So that's really the inspiration behind this podcast episode. Okay. So five, I think it's four or five, I don't know, four things you need to release before you go into 2023. If you are using content to forward your business and hint, hint, I'm sharing this with the context of content and getting yourself out there, but actually you're going to realize these are really about anything that you know you should be doing right now. And I'm not even going to like, you know, all right, let's not even like talk too long about what that thing is because I know, you know, there is something that you should have done more of this year. I shouldn't say should have. I know we're all on our own journey here. There's probably many reasons why these things didn't happen. But for some of us, what I've really learned is like, I can sometimes really get in my own way. You know, like I've used this example before, but I think this is a great example. When I wanted to get more clients, when I wanted to be selling, I noticed when I looked at my schedule that I was not selling. I wasn't doing any of the pitching that I needed to get more clients. I wasn't doing any of the tasks that I needed to get more clients because those were the most uncomfortable things. I was doing more like the busy work, like perfecting my website, because apparently all those potential clients that are going to come to my website are going to be looking at my website. So I convinced myself that it was productive, but I wasn't actually doing the thing like asking for referrals, following up with past people that I had discovery calls with three months ago, like all this stuff that kind of put me in a position that made me feel uncomfortable, I wasn't doing. Unfortunately, those are the things that we have to do. So let's not even go down that rabbit hole. But as we get into these things, these mindsets that I want you to let go of, like I'm going to speak to it in the context of content, but you know, again, think about what it is for you. If it's not content, what is it, right? There is something that you know you want to do, but you cannot get your act together to do it. And have that in your mind as we go through these. Okay. All right. So the first one is, this one is very content specific, but I do find this applies to a lot of things as well, is the need to create A plus content every time you post. Oh my word, this is gonna fuck you up. The truth is you should probably be aiming for like B plus content, maybe even C plus content because you are a really harsh critic. So your A plus is probably something you won't be able to hit every week, but your C plus is probably going to be A plus for us and something you can actually sustain. So like I said, if you're trying to do A plus content every single day, you are so in your way right now, you will put so much pressure on yourself. And this is going to cause overthinking and 
all of the things, but you're also going to put way too much pressure on your content, right? You're going to be like, oh my God, I spent so much time on this post and it only got this number of likes. Like, oh, I hate social media. I hate whatever the thing is that you're doing. Like this stuff doesn't work for me right now. The need for that piece of content to perform for you is so freaking important. And if it doesn't, you are going to make that mean something about you or the platform or, you know, whatever it is. Right. And by the way, like, just so I'm clear, this is not an argument for lowering the quality of your content. Quality of content matters. Of Of course it does. But quality of content for me might be different than quality of content for you. So for me, quality of content is about the potency of your message, right? It has nothing to do with camera quality or whether or not you have makeup on or how good you look in general, or like, you know, the clips of your reel or how complicated that reel is, or how perfectly aligned your words are with the sound that you're trying to lip sync or all this other bullshit stuff that I see people really get so in their head about. For me, this is about your message, how clear it is. And like, you know, if my ideal audience needs it, right? And this can take time to refine, right? But the only way you're going to refine it is if you get stuff out there. And so you cannot make everything an A plus piece of content, or you're not going to get enough stuff out there to actually refine your message, right? So for me, there's like three things when I'm trying to create content, there's three things. It's going to be one of these things. I'm either going to be entertaining, right? So that's usually means I'm going to try to be relatable or I'm going to educate them in a clear way, or I'm going to do something that packs a punch and make people think about their problems differently. It's going to be one of those three things. And the way I do that can be messy, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. As long as it's clear and aligned, and as long as I can stand behind it, as long as it is my truth and like grounded in my experience, that is what matters. So yes, stop obsessing about the little details that you think everyone is looking at. We haven't, we don't even freaking notice them. Okay. You're the only one who notices them. So number one, stop making everything a plus, right? Make everything C plus. And if you feel like, okay, this is a C plus piece of content, it goes up. All right. I don't care if there's typos, like I don't care. No one cares, right? If the message is there, it's going to perform. If the message is not there, you can spend 17 hours on that reel. It's not going to make a freaking difference. So it's about the message. The second thing we got to let go, the fear of what people think. No surprise there. I don't know about you, but when I used to, I obviously, this is not an issue I have anymore, but there was years when I used to create content and I'd think of these things. I would think about what will people think if my engagement is shit, right? People aren't going to trust me. They're not going to work with me if I have bad engagement. They're not going to work with me if I have low followers. Like I just made all these assumptions about what people are going to think about what things look like. I'd also worried about what my colleagues would think about me if they disagree with me. I disagree with a lot of social media managers, a lot of social media, quote unquote, gurus, a lot of social media people. And for me, used to be like, oh, this is such a bad thing. Like I did not want people to be challenging me in the comments. I don't know why I thought that would be an issue. Like now I, first of all, I think I feel lucky because I think a lot of the communities that I'm in 
like support us having different opinions. We more celebrate it because we're like, that's great. That's awesome. Like what a productive conversation we can have because we disagree, right? Because some people are going to align with the way I do things and some people are going to align with the way someone else does things, right? So it's now I see it as a good thing. But for the longest time, I was worried that someone was going to disagree with me. And I was so worried about being challenged because I just did not trust that I knew my shit, right? Sorry. I know I'm swearing a lot right now, (laughs) but so for you, if you, if this is a fear that you have, like, I get it, we got to let that go. The other thing I used to really obsess about was what are my old business coaches thinking? Like, I don't know why, but I always was so worried about my business coaches being like, seeing my me on social media and being like, Ooh, why'd she do that? What a bad business move. Like sucks to be her that she's not working with me anymore <laughs> or whatever. Like, I don't know why I'd get so worried about that, but I would always like think what's my old business coach's opinion of what I'm doing. Right. So the truth of the matter is the only opinion that matters is the person you want to work with, right? What do they need right now? And what is your truth around how to support them through that? Right? You have got to trust yourself with this. You have got to stop thinking everyone else knows better than you. I don't care how long they have been in business, they don't necessarily know better than you. You have instincts, you have skills, you have a reason that you're doing this, right? And you have got to trust yourself. You know, what's also interesting is they're all second guessing themselves too. I find this really fascinating. Like also the longer I've been having this podcast, the more I've realized like everyone to a certain extent feels like they're figuring shit out. We're all struggling with our confidence, you know? So give yourself some credit. You've gotten this far. You know what the heck you're talking about. So truly let go of what people are thinking so that you can do you, you know, that advice everyone sees or hears you do you like, I mean that, like let yourself go a little bit so you can actually follow that advice. So truly the thing I actually want you to consider is the next time you are working on content, I want you to think about something you're biting your tongue on, right? Like if you're creating content and you're like, you know, putting it all together, is there a way you'd want to word this that you're like, "Mm, it feels too below the belt or it feels too, I don't know, like tough lovey. Like it feels like unkind, right? Like, oh no, people are going to, people are going to, you know, want to attack me about this because no one agrees with this. Like consider like, if you were not worried about what anyone would think, how would you word that message? How would you want to say that to people, right? Nine times out of 10, that's how you should say it. So yes, what would you say today if you weren't afraid of people's opinions? I just want you to consider that for a second. And hey, if you want to let me know what it is, DM it to me. I love hearing people's belief content. It's like my favorite thing ever. Uh, But yes, ask yourself that and put that out into the world. Okay, the third mindset or belief that we need to let go is your need to only post if it will get good engagement for years. And I think a lot of my former agency clients are also getting through this, but for years I would have clients be like, Oh, I really like that post, but you know what? I don't think it's going to get great engagement. So we shouldn't post it. And I do not understand this because your content should have, and can have like 
multiple objectives, right? One post objective might be for engagement. Another post objective might be for clarity of your message. Another post objective might be to grow your email list. Another objective might be to sell your content, right? There's so many different objectives. So it cannot always be about engagement unless the objective of that post is to get more engagement. What I noticed recently because I hear this all the time about engagement. Oh, like I need to have more engagement or I don't want to post this because it's just not going to work for my audience or whatever it might be. What I have actually noticed is my best coaches that I've hired or worked with in the past. Like I recently had to look at a bunch of their content for something. And I just noticed like a lot of the best coaches I've ever worked with have low engagement on social media. And I don't know if I knew that before, but I was trying to think about right now, like if I were hiring a business coach, am I going to hire them based off of their engagement? Heck no. I'm sorry, but I am way smarter than that. I know how to choose the right person for me, and it has nothing to do with how many likes or comments they're getting. Okay. I know to look at more than their engagement. And you know what? So does your ideal client. We have to give them more credit than that, too. The longer you judge your enoughness as a business owner on your social media engagement, the longer you will be stuck on all things. This is going to affect you showing up and doing the damn thing. So this absolutely has got to go. And unfortunately, I don't have a tip or trick that I have for this. I know that this thing is hard, but I want you to remember that if a client is deciding on you based on your engagement, there is a high likelihood that they are not the right client for you. So goodbye, right? Let them obsess about engagement on someone else's feed. For you, this cannot be a reason to not show up. This cannot be a reason for you to think you're not as good of a coach as someone else because this is engagement has to do with a freaking robot. Okay. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the robot. It has to do with trends. It has to do with Instagram HQ and whatever features they're releasing that day. It has to do with so many things that have nothing to do with you. We do use engagement for things. We do use engagement for data and to make decisions around messaging, but we do not use engagement to decide whether or not something goes up or not, right? Unless it is an engagement focused post, right? But in that situation, that's a whole different story. When it comes to making our messaging clear and creating content for our ideal audience, we are not saying, oh, this gets low engagement. So we're not going to share this piece of content. That is not how this game works. Okay. You are playing the clarity game, not the engagement game. And sometimes that requires you to share some stuff that doesn't get engagement. Okay. The next one is, Ooh, this is a good one. I like this one because this is another one that held me back a long time. And that's the belief that you have to have it all figured out. Yep. Let that one go. The truth is, and let's make this one short. You doing the thing is how you figure it out. It's cliche. I know, but it is so freaking true. Let this go because it's a pile of bullshit. And I really just don't have a more elegant way of doing it. If you want to figure this out, you're going to have to get your hands dirty and you're going to have to start taking action on it. Guys, the moral of the story is this. Any reason you have for not getting out there consistently needs to be addressed because this thing will not happen until you do. And when I say, like I said this when we started the episode, when I say, quote unquote, getting out there, I don't necessarily mean posting content. I mean, whatever it is that you know you should be doing, you know what that is. And it's going to be different for everyone listening here, but you know what it is. This is about 
doing the thing. This is about getting tired of your own excuses. This is about putting yourself out there in a way you know you need to if you want to be in a different place this time next year. Okay? Like, I feel like this is something we really have to get, right? If we are going to be in a different place this time next year, it starts with the mindsets that held us back this year. So if your mindset isn't on this list, like consider what that mindset is so it can be addressed. Because if you want to be in a different place this time next year, that is step one. All right, love bugs. That's my tough love for you. I would really love to know which one was the one that you needed to hear today. And let's just quickly recap them. The first one was you need to let go of your need to create A plus content every time. The second one was you need to let go of your fear of what people will think. This was a huge one for me. The third one was you need to let go of your need to only post if it will get good engagement. Oh my gosh, we need to let that one go. And the fourth one was you need to let go of your belief that you have to have it all figured out first because you won't. I promise you, like, you know, 10 years away from now in business, you will have figured out the thing you're trying to figure out today, probably, but you will be stuck figuring out something else, right? We're always figuring something out. That's part of what it is. So, get your hands dirty, take action on it and figure it out as you go. That's how we're all doing it. That's just the truth. Okay. I want to know which one you needed to hear. So please DM it to me at Sophia Para. So I know which one landed for you. And if you have something else that you're like, that's not the mindset problem I'm having. This is the mindset problem I'm having. Share that with me too. I'd love to turn that into an episode if I can, or help you over the DM. All right, friends, I will you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.